So you've decided, hey, I'm gonna make a lifestyle chore list. Whoop, whoop. And you realize that it could be a lot more beneficial and effective than your current one. Well, I'm gonna talk about how to make it and how I have made mine, how it has helped us, and what's missing from your current chore list that would definitely be making your life simpler, more effective, all while raising great kids. Because that's the that's the ultimate part, is like helping the next generation, which is ultimately your kids, be more successful in life. Like this is ways we can do it. Yes, and with a lifestyle chore list, you can do that too. So if you liked part one, you definitely want to get some paper and pen or at least ready to type on your phone, whatever works the best for you to take some notes for part two. And if you have been enjoying this series or any of the other episodes and you want to connect with me or if you have questions or just tell me that I started a lifestyle chore list, come and connect with me on Instagram at Kawai underscore Aquin, K-A-W-A-I underscore Aquin. I would love to hear about your chore list. But in the meantime, let's jump into how to actually create one. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Hey, 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 mamas. Welcome to part two of Kids Chore List series. And the reason why I created this series or created it into a series was because I realized how much my chore list was actually benefiting, helping my life in parenting and keeping my house clean, but also in motivating my kids and making them a lot more independent. So I decided to make this a series to help you out so that you can create a lifestyle chore list that will benefit you and your family just as much as it's benefiting me. Like, why not? So let's jump into part two how to actually make a lifestyle chore list and what is missing from your current chore list. That definitely could just be the light and shining savior. And I'm just kidding, but more so just to make your life simpler, right? We're all about mom hacks. We're all about, you know, trying to see where we can pull some time, energy from our day to make it run smoother. So you're not just running around crazy. I'm going to give you a quick tip just off the bat, mamas. If you're not already taking some adaptogens, then please go and find you some adaptogens. That definitely does help me calm the craziness. I have adaptogens that I take in an energy drink for one during the day, all natural. And then I have another set of adaptogens that really helps that could help you in the morning or at night, especially if you have like a hard time sleeping, that helps you too. So that's just a mama tip just on the flag that made me think of you because I'm like I have a can of adaptogens right next to me if you want to know what it is hit me up on Instagram at Kavai underscore Quinn I will definitely share that with you Um, but in the meantime sorry let's get back to the actual topic of how to make a lifestyle chore list so while drinking your adaptogens (laughs) make sure you take some notes because if you listen to part one I talked about 
how to start off your list, like how to create this chore list that ultimately, you know, touches base on all these aspects of your kid's life that will benefit them. It's not just about cleaning the house. So in the last episode, I said, you need to ask yourself, what habits, skills, and characteristics do you want to build or teach your kids? And ultimately, another like side question from that would be, what did you wish you were taught when you were little? And this is an opportunity for you to teach your kids. Like this is one way you can just start instilling it in your kids right off the bat and it's in their chores already. And what I will have you do is number one with your list, because if you listen to last episode, you made that list, right? So what to do with the list? I want you to divide it into some broad categories. I said before, I'm going to just kind of help guide you through it. Obviously, when people think of chores, the first thing they think of is cleaning or some kind of like life skills, like getting ready for the day. Or maybe you have pets and that's on the list too. Now that you have asked yourself that question, you can look at all the things you listed down that you want your kids to have when they become adults and you can start dividing it into some broad categories. So here's some examples. Yes, there could be cleaning, life skills, pets, but also health, nutrition, movement. Maybe you want to have them learn meditation or how to just breathe, like breath work. Maybe it's personal development skills, character building, gratitude practices, how to overcome challenges. I love to include our homeschool in it and education and some projects in there. So start looking at your list and just separating it into broad categories. I'd say four, five or less, I would say four or less categories just makes it a whole lot simpler. So you're not having like a whole bunch of categories and then now you got to create this chore list that looks way too complicated. We want to keep it simple. So the way to do that is to just like make four broad categories. Now, number two, you want to start creating tasks that will, you know, support each of those wish lists kind of things, like what you want your kid to be or do. Like, for instance, hey, I want my kid to be an independent thinker. Then you start creating tasks that will start building that skill for them. Maybe they're super young and you're like, my kid is only four or five. Kavai. Like, how am I going to create, you know, that kind of things or tasks for them to do? Well, maybe it just starts with them getting ready for the day. Like, can your kid pick out their own outfit? Most, if you're like my three-year-old, she's already doing that in itself. But maybe it's teaching them how to do hygiene on top of that or how to take off, take off or put on their jackets, how to put on their shoes. Like, those things support that, you know, being very independent thinkers. And then on top of that, it could be having them choose their own book to read for you to read out loud. Yes. That is the task. You might think, well, they already do that. Yeah, but I want to have them do it every single day. So I put it on their chore list because this is something that happens every single day um, for the week. If now here's a side note because you're like, why even weekends? Yeah, even weekends, because most of the time we are home on weekends and the times that we are not home on weekends, we are a little bit more lenient. We understand life happens, but They understand like, hey, I still got to get ready for the day. (laughs) You get ready for the day too, right? When you're going to go out. So 
that's still included in there. It's not just like a Monday through Friday thing. It's everyday tasks that they will be doing in order to build this skill that will help them be successful as an adult. So you want to create tasks that are at your child's ability right now, whatever their age is um, and what they can understand. And think about three different things. Things they can do right now, things they can learn, and what they can eventually graduate into. So I'm going to use my five-year-old. Well, he's six now, but he was five when he started doing chores. So the first thing he can do at this moment was he could take out our recycle and dump it into the recycle bin outside. And that was a task that he could actually do on his own. We just had to show him a couple times where to go, what to do, you know, if it fell out of the, the recycle bin to put it back in, you know, give him all the tips. And he was off and running. So that's a task and a chore he could do right now. Another one could be, like I said, getting ready for the day, or it could be a bedtime routine, what they need to do. That was another chore that he could do right now. Now, the second part is something they can learn. So my now six-year-old, one of the things he is currently learning is how to make smoothies because that is, you know, their main breakfast in the morning. And when he got given that chore, he was like, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. And, you know, still get the pushback. And I said, hey, let me show you how to do this. And the time when it was his turn to make smoothies, that was his learning period. So he would have to learn how to do it. And it took some time for me. It took some time from my oldest son to teach him how to make the smoothies. And yes, my six-year-old has learned how to make smoothies for the rest of the kids. Does he need help pouring that heavy pitcher? Yes, he does. But for most part, he can create smoothies. He knows what to use, how much water. Maybe he needs to be reminded here and there on how much scoops of this and that. And we have a list for him to refer back to. But overall, he's doing majority of the work himself. And that was something he could learn. Now, an example of what they can graduate into um, I, I want to show you like the evolution of a lifestyle chore. So it could start with grabbing their own snacks. So my three-year-old can grab her own snacks right now. She knows where it is. She knows what to do. She knows how to like go and get her own dishes or plates if she needs one, make her own snacks. Is it messy sometimes? Yes, but for most part, she can do it pretty well. From there, I know I'll be graduating into making a simple meal or a really simple snack, like a sandwich, some cereal and milk, or using the microwave. Because right now, my six-year-old knows how to use the microwave. He has, he knows how to make toast, he knows how to make cereal and milk, he knows how to make a simple meal for himself. And with that, I'm like, okay, what's, what is the evolution of that? Well, the next step would probably be making a meal on the stove or in the toaster oven, or um, we have a quesadilla maker for himself and for the rest of the kids because now I'm teaching him how to actually cook because my big goal for them is that when they become teenagers and adults they know how to fend for themselves and cook for themselves and for them for their family eventually so all of this is things that one they can eventually graduate into and it starts at this age like as much as three years old where my daughter is going into the pantry, grabbing out a snack for herself, knowing to close the thing, 
bring it out, sit down and eat. So that is how your lifestyle chores or chore list can evolve with you and your family during the years or during um, the time that they're doing, like whatever age they are. So once you start creating tasks um, to your child's ability and understanding, then you can start putting it into your chore list. Now, if this is a brand new practice for you, like you, your kid is young and you're like, I even haven't even made one yet. Well, start with something small, three to five, nothing too crazy. And it could literally be get up, brush your teeth, brush your hair and change your clothes. Like that's your morning routine task. And then same thing at night. Like that's your chore for the day. You know, what do you think your kid can do and be successful in and eventually learn? Start with something like that. I would encourage you to divide their lifestyle chores into like routines throughout the day. That way they know, okay, around this time, I should be doing that. For example, maybe around lunchtime, their chore is to go outside and get vitamin D for a certain amount of minutes. That is one that, you know, goes along with your routine during the day. Um, and not just set a time to try it out. Another thing to do is set a time to come back and revisit it. So it could be after a week, after two weeks, you're going to tell yourself, okay, we're going to come back, revisit all of this, see if it's working, what's not working, um, what do I need to change or shift, like what was kind of hard about it. Because I'm going to be real, it's not always like, you tell your kid one time and yay, they got it. Like that's probably never. And if you're a mama, you know that, right? <laughs> so it will take time, but the rewards are there. Like it's incredible how independent, how much your kids can be self-motivated, what creativity you see in them. Like you will be amazed at such a young age what your kids can do. So the next part after you figure out, okay, this is the things we're going to start off with our list. You want to create a reward system that motivates them. And before you're like, what? Now I got to reward them for doing it? I just want you to put yourself in that perspective. When you're learning a brand new task, wouldn't it be awesome and more encouraging to you if you had a reward system? <laughs> I would. I definitely would. Does it have to be money? No. Because we actually started with that when my oldest started his chores around four or five. We were like, okay, you get a dollar or two dollars, whatever it was that we said we were going to reward him with. And he didn't understand that concept. And it just did not motivate him. And what we realized what did motivate him was electronic time. Because we have, you know, no gripes of electronic, like, should they, should they not. What we do, though, is we regulate it. So we tell them, okay, this is your reward. Once you do your daily chores, you get two hours of electronic time. And that's works has been working for our family, continues to work for our family. And it worked way better than money. <laughs> so what works best for your family and your kids? Well, that's what you need to figure out. You need to, you as a parent should know, like, what motivates my kids? Is it you know, something to do with their love language. Maybe it's just something to do with their interests, their hobby. Are they in sports? Like, what is it that if you tell them, okay, as long as you complete this, then you get that. Trust me, your kids will be motivated. <laughs> and especially if it's something they want. So 
think of a reward system for them. What is it? What can it be? Does it have to stay that way for the rest of the year, month? No, you can change it along the way if you notice that ain't motivating them as much. So understand this whole thing doesn't have to have a whole bunch of strict rules. You can change, shift, pivot along the way, even with the reward system, but at least set (laughs) a certain amount of time to try it out. Like don't be changing it every other day or even every other week. That's confusing in itself. Tell your kids, hey, we're going to try and build consistency, build a habit. This is what we're practicing. This is what we're going to start doing. And this is what's going to happen. And then from there, we will revisit it. Now, here's some last minute tips before we end. The first one is that this is not a magic potion. It will not happen in a day. And you will need to remind your kids to do their chores. Like, it's just plain and simple. Think about you building a new habit. Like when you want to go and work out, you probably set an alarm or a reminder to go and do it. (laughs) You put it in your calendar. Same thing with your kids. They're going to need to be reminded. And very similar, they will need to be encouraged along the way. When you are encouraged, you will do something more, especially your kids. When they are encouraged to do it, you want to tell them the reasoning behind it. I always tell my kids, I'm not teaching you this, not just because I want you to brush your teeth. (laughs) I'm teaching you this so you build good habits. Why so you build good hygiene? You have a good set of teeth and good dental health because what happens when you have good dental health? You don't have cavities. So I go down that road with them. I'm like, it's not just that I want you to brush your teeth. Like I want you to do it because it helps you out in this way. So they will need the encouragement. Like I said before, set a date and time to review it and make sure you keep it because if you're the type of person where like, okay, we're going to review it in two weeks and then you forget to review it and then like another week or two passes and things are not working out and you're wondering why, it's because you forgot to go back and see, you know, what has been working, what has not been working and fixing it. So like make sure you are reviewing what happens. And then that way you can catch the problem, if there is any, right there and then start shifting it so that it's not prolonged. The other thing to do is once things get in routine, because remember I said start small, like three-ish kind of chores during the day, then you can start adding things on. Maybe one thing, two things, depending on your kids. If they're a lot older, then you can start with a little bit bigger list. But then after they do a routine, like get into a routine, then start adding on. Don't be piling it on them right at the start. Now you're (laughs) probably going to drown them. And they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. And to help you out so they're not asking you $5,000 a day, make a list for them to refer to. And depending on their skill level, whether they can read or not and all the things, put pictures on there to help them or be specific with the description of what you want um, to be done. So if you're like, I want you to load the dishes, make sure you teach them how to load the dishes. (laughs) And maybe they might need a reminder on how to specifically load it, but you need to be that example for them. Um, One last tip for success, especially for big families, rotate chores. Because if you have a set of kids who are about the same age or ability level that can do the same chore, rotating chores has helped our family a lot where week by week, they shift 
um, on certain amount of chores. There's chores that all of them do. They're the same chores. Like, for instance, all of them will go and get move, like do movement, get vitamin D and all those things. But there's a set of chores that will rotate through my boys. So each week they change it up. And that way I don't have one kid going, I'm the one who always does this. Now it rotates. I'm like, you just do it for a week and then you rotate it out. So that has been helping um, my kids be more motivated and not stuck in the same grind um, of doing the same chore. So that has helped us. Maybe it'll help you. All right. So I hope after all of this, you got some good notes in. You started creating your list. And now you know what to implement with your kids. So next step is just start. Just try it out. Talk with your kids about it. You don't need this elaborate, pretty, color-coordinated list on your wall. It could just be something handwritten and let your kids know this is what we're starting. And then from there, you can see what it evolves into. All right. In the next episode, I'm going to be talking about extra chore list. Yes, I even have an extra chore list. You're like, wait, I thought you were keeping it simple. It is. My lifestyle chore list is super simple. My kids got it down already but we have an extra chore list now that one is the kicker because that one your kids actually is becomes very independent and self-motivated and your house gets clean and things get done in your house without even asking time and time again like I love my extra chore list and so does my kids so I'm going to talk about that one in the next episode in part three so make sure you turn on that subscribe button so you are notified when the newest episode comes out. All right, my friends, only you can make your day amazing, so go out and do that. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.